0: What's up, y'all? is JLP, and I'm so excited to just share this episode with you all. Um, I hope that everything is well with you. I hope that you are staying encouraged in the Lord. And um, today's episode, y'all, is that, you know, I want you to understand, and I also want me to understand this continuously, is that we don't wait for revival. Revival is what we carry. I'm going to say this again. We don't wait for revival. Revival is what we carry. I know many of us, as children of God, we're anticipating revival. We pray for revival. You know, we, we just we, we just want to see, right? We just want to see God's glory manifest on the earth. We are, if you're like me, right? You, you just want to see people saved. And you just want people to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And the reason why you have this burden is because also you know the reality of hell. You know the reality of death without Christ, honestly. Death without Christ, there's no hope. And it's like literally two deaths at once. And you don't want anyone that you know to experience such a thing. And so um, God has just placed this urgency. He has just placed this love in your heart for people and to be able to really just share the good news to people um, every opportunity that you get on a daily basis. And sometimes it's like one of the things that I see that um, we tend to do in the Christian community is that there's nothing again of course there's nothing against praying for revival because we should pray to to God you know to use us and um we should pray to to God you know to to, to allow us to um to see his glory right manifest but something that I feel like we don't shine too much light on is that the spirit of God lives in us and because the spirit of God lives in us wherever we are as a child of God revival is present I'm going to say this again Wherever we are as a child of God, revival is present. Why? Because the Spirit of God lives in us. And the Spirit of God is the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that the Bible says to us is the one who um, rose Jesus from the grave. Is the one who, again, you know, enabled the Lord to actually perform miracles as he was in the flesh on the earth. And so the reason why this is important for us is because it will help me and you to really have this mindset of saying, Hey, I'm not waiting for revival, I'm not waiting for revival. The spirit of God is in me, right? The spirit of God, the spirit who gives all gifts, right? Gifts of healing, gifts of miracles, gifts of prophecy, uh, gifts of faith, right? Gifts of wisdom. He lives in me. So wherever I go, whenever I step into a room, if someone is sick, I'm able to pray in the name of Jesus for that person to be healed. I'm able uh, to cast devils out of people, right? Demons out of people, and they will be able to be free because the spirit of God, the spirit of God lives in me and he's all powerful. And so I just want to encourage you to begin to really just see yourself as such that you carry the spirit of God and that, you know, even when you find yourself in impossible situations or even if someone, you know, finds him or herself in an impossible situation, you could have the boldness to say, I am a child of God. I have the Holy Spirit in me. Do you mind for me to just pray for you and just pray this prayer in faith and just be bold and just declare what it is that person is in need of and see the glory of God manifest right then and there. And by doing that, that person who is sick or that person who was oppressed by a, a demon or that person who probably was just going through it, right? Just just going through so much discouragement and needed just a, uplifting, you were able to bless and, and you were able to just sow a seed into that person's life in order for that person to be open to receive ultimate salvation, which is truly God's ultimate gift to us. And so I just, again, want to say this again, y'all, like we don't wait for revival. Revival is what we carry. Revival is, in fact, the fact we have the Holy Spirit, the Holy holy spirit is revival y'all the holy spirit is revival the holy spirit is the third person in the holy trinity and we could know that if we have him that revival is a lifestyle of ours not something that we wait for and we we see something here that is very profound in in the book of joel um and i want to bring this to, to your attention and you know just having this idea now just having this mindset that you know, we don't have to wait for revival, then it's telling us then there's a type of way of life that we should carry um, to always be bold in that manner to know that we carry revival wherever we we are. And one of the books that I want you to go ahead in your quiet time to study is um, the book of Joel in its entirety, but also specifically Joel chapter one and two. And when you read Joel chapter one and two, it's literally showing us what is going on currently in society today. Um, and, And and the fact that it's telling us, you know, even when society look like a hot mess, that this is our opportunity as believers to lament to God, this is our time as believers to consecrate ourselves right to God and, and ask His Holy Spirit to uh, increase in us so that we may decrease right, so that the desires of the flesh may decrease in us, but the things of the Spirit may increase in us so that way we, we can see God's glory manifest in greater measure. And so, I just encourage you again to read um, Job chapter 1 and 2 because when you read Job chapter one and two, it really, um, encouraged you to just really make yourself available, right. To the spirit of God and to know that you, you carry revival and that you are able to do great, great things for the Lord on the earth. Um, just like it says, even in Acts two verse 17, right. You know, it says here concerning the children of God, it says in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. And this spirit, um, you know here is saying that it will be poured out upon people, but you have to keep keep in mind that the spirit already lives in you as well, so that means like you are completely soaked with the Holy Spirit uh you are completely immersed with the Holy Spirit, not only does he live in you, but he is with you at all times and um the verse continues to say that your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. But the thing is, this sounds awesome, right? In Acts 2, verse 17, but it doesn't do any justice comparing to what Jesus says. Um, you know, Jesus said himself, y'all, like he literally said, like his disciples, the children of God, like we would do even greater miracles, signs um, that we read about in scripture that he did when he walked the earth you see jesus when he walked the earth he did incredible incredible miracles like he healed uh the blind men right like he healed um people of blindness he he healed people who were demon possessed um he healed people like the woman that had the issue of blood like he healed people of mental illnesses too like he healed people that were just emotionally distraught like emotionally just oppressed and so the healing of jesus did not stop just physically but he brought um healing um in, in people's hearts and he brought healing in people's mind um and and it's and it's important for me to also let you know that even jesus himself in his word like when he was starting his ministry he said that the spirit anointed me to do such things and so if you desire as a child of god to walk in miracles if you desire as a child of god to prophesy i want you to bear in mind that it is the spirit of god that will cause you to do such things but in order for you to even do such things with the spirit right with the with the anointing of the spirit you have to give your life to jesus and also you have to um Again, consecrate yourself, meaning you have to set yourself apart to be um to be used, right? To be used by God, to be used as his vessel and instrument. And um to quickly just help you to understand what that means. Um, I just want to go to Mark 9, verse 29, and this is where Jesus was telling his disciples, like while he was trying to while the disciples were trying to just help this man that was demon-possessed, um, they noticed that everything that they were doing it wasn't helping like the man was still demon possessed and then they were saying to god like how can we um how can we you know help this person like how like you know what can we do and jesus said to them you know let's go ahead and read it together exactly what jesus said in mark 9 verse 29 i'm I'm reading this particular verse from um the new king james version and it says so he said to them jesus this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting and so When we speak about consecration, we're also speaking about having a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Um, This means that, you know, you don't just pray for a season, but prayer and fasting is your lifestyle, literally. And the reason why prayer and fasting combined is so important is because the more that you pray and fast, the more the flesh uh the more you're able to tame tame the flesh i would i would say the more you're able to say no to the desires of the flesh the more that the flesh does not have control over you sometimes what happens is that when we don't pray enough we are unable to practice self-control. It seems like the flesh overpowers us. It seems like the desires of the flesh overpower us and we're less, you know, attracted um to the things of God and we're less attracted to even be in, you know, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. But when we make that decision, right, to consecrate ourselves, we're literally saying, "God, we do not want the things of the flesh more than we want you." And this is basically what Joshua, you know, was able to um, convince the people of God to do. Um, quickly go ahead and open your Bible's pages to Joshua 3 verse 5. Joshua says to the people of God, like he literally said, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And that is so powerful. Um, and I believe the reason why Joshua was able to say such a statement to the people of God um, during that time is because Joshua Remember, you know, over and over Joshua uh, Joshua heard from God himself saying to him, be courageous don't be afraid for i will be with you and so joshua had a deep intimacy right with the lord he had a deep relationship with god and he recognized even in his own walk with the lord right his own personal walk with the lord every time when he yielded to god every time when he was obedient to god and he he really consecrated himself before the lord the lord literally kept his word the lord literally did amazing things for joshua made joshua bold and made joshua was you know able to defeat his enemies like everything that that the lord told joshua would happen, it happened um because again he consecrated himself before the lord he obeyed the lord rather than he obeyed fear he obeyed the lord rather than looking at the circumstances or looking at the sizes of of the um and, and you know the armies of the enemies instead of looking at them he did the same thing that david did right he looked at God. He looked at his God. He knew that it was his God that would grant him the victory. And here in Joshua 3 verse 5, we see he says that right after he says to the people, consecrate yourselves. What does he say? He says, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And so you could be encouraged to know, right, as a child of God, as a believer, that when you decide to set yourself apart for the for the word of God to be used by God, he literally will do amazing things through your life for his glory. That's a done deal. Um, and, and, and that's that brings me back to the theme of this episode. Again, we don't wait for revival. Revival is what we carry. You know, like Joshua didn't wait... Um, Joshua didn't wait for the victory to just come come at him he he literally prepared himself to victory for the victory because he understood that biblical principle that yes, we have victory right but at the same time um, we have to demonstrate. And act like a faith, and show God that hey, I I I I heard you, I believed you when you said that you would bless me to enter the promised land. I believe it when you said that um, I would do greater works um, than you than than you did, Lord Jesus. I believe it. And so the way that we show God that we believe that He will use us in a mighty way is by literally saying to the Lord, Here has have my life. You know, I'm consecrating it to you. I'm setting it apart to be used by you. I'm saying no to sin. I'm saying no to the desires of the flesh. And the only way I can say no to the these things is to fast and pray and while I fast and pray the Holy Spirit will have his way in me for me to be able to do the very things um, that scripture says that we will um, we will do and so I would encourage you to just continue to read um, the book of Acts in general because I believe the book of Acts will really exhort you as a believer to believe to believe um, that God is able to use you during this age right during this critical time in history to really manifest your God-given purpose and, and really walk so close with the Spirit that you will literally see what Jesus said that you would do in the Word of God. And he, he literally said you would do great and wonderful things, y'all, for God's glory. Um, Again, continuing on to consecration. Consecration, the reason why I just want to really put great emphasis on this is because um, you will notice that when you literally consecrate your life to the Lord on a consistent basis, You literally carry the glory of God wherever you go. You literally carry the anointing of God wherever you go. It's not to say that we can earn the anointing of God, but there is something that um, I I realized in scripture is that although God loves his children, right? Um, You know, every one of his children, you see that indeed God gives a greater measure to those who seek him. Um, to those who want more of him. And so the more you show God you, mo- you want more of his presence in your life, the more um, that he will allow you to access deeper th- levels in him. Amen. And so the more you're able to access deeper levels in him, the more authority you will have, the more anointing you will have to walk in even greater um, um, miracles and, you know, um by the by the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll be able to walk and do many miracles in the name of Jesus. It's not you again who's doing the miracles, but it's the Spirit of God through you that is doing the miracles. And so, y'all, it's it's funny because um a lot of times we we think that this whole time, like you know, we we're waiting on God, we're waiting on God. But honestly, y'all, I strongly believe God is waiting on us. Because honestly, I've I've been studying scripture over the years by the grace of God. And what i've learned from studying these scriptures over time is that we don't wait for revival as people of god we are revival wherever we are revival is present because again we carry the spirit of christ in us and you know he is the one the holy spirit is the one who stirs the heart of men to receive the good news and desire um god's word he's the one that makes people desire the word of god and he's the one too um that is able to prepare us to do every good work that the lord wants us to do in him and speaking of which you know many people like when they read that particular scripture when jesus said well you will do greater work than i did some of us it's it's either two assumptions right that comes to mind it's either jesus was literally saying the truth like telling the truth like word for word like liter- in literal sense that we would do these things or he was just joking with us right but honestly Jesus was not joking with us y'all because remember what he says in scripture he says everything that he says that he is a father that that you know that um that told him to say these things because again we have to understand the whole eternity work together and so he said even like everything that he did or everything that he taught his disciples is what his father taught him. And so if Jesus literally said that we would do greater works than he did, he's not lying. Because again, he's, he's divine. Although he was fully meant on earth, he's divine. He's God. He's equal to God. He's equal to God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. And so literally God, Jesus, was not lying because he cannot lie. God cannot lie. He was really telling the truth. He's saying you, you who are listening to this episode, you will do greater works than him. Are we then going to just sit down and just wait for those greater works to come to us? Or are we going to be like Joshua and consecrate ourselves and recognize because we have God's spirit, because we were already called by God beforehand, that we will go ahead and, and, and and. remind ourselves that because I have the spirit of God in me, wherever I go, whatever room I enter, if there's someone that is in need of healing, I could just declare that healing in the mighty name of Jesus with bold faith and that person will be healed. And I strongly believe we're coming into a season where you will literally see people just declare for everyone in hospitals to be healed of cancer and literally every person in the hospital will be um, healed of cancer because you have to open the eyes of of your understanding or maybe ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes of understanding to see that when Jesus was saying greater miracles, he was saying to the disciples in a way to think bigger. He was saying to think bigger in a way because if Jesus was able to heal Um, One person at a time Then Jesus literally saying that You will be able to heal people in doubles You will be able to heal hospitals Right? People in hospitals You will be able to um, Not raise one person from the dead But you will be able to raise 20 people from the dead at once So God wants us to really think bigger y'all So let's go ahead and be bold in our faith Let's go ahead and consecrate ourselves to the Lord And let's go ahead to remind ourselves That God is not waiting um, we, 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 we need to stop, you know, telling ourselves that, you know, I'm waiting on God, but I want to encourage you to know that God is waiting on you for the most part. We who live today, um, we are that generation that the Lord is saying that will do the great miracles. And I want you to be confident in knowing this, you know, because for so long, um, the church have been waiting on a global revival to hit the earth, but. Um, what I've been seeing like over and over in the word of God is that we are the carriers of his glory. We are the hands and feet of Jesus on the earth. We have the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, not the, not the world. You know, we have the spirit, the, the church, the bride of Christ. And so we're asking and praying for revival and God is saying, I gave you my Holy spirit to take over, to take over. Right. And to have dominion and to really manifest my kingdom on the earth. And so, I want you guys to understand that as children of god your destiny is great um know that and, and began to really just hunger after the things of god and know that that god is faithful to bless you to see those greater things that he destined for you to do um for his glory and i just want you to be like joshua and remember um what what the lord said to joshua joshua heard from the lord I'm saying to him be courageous do not be afraid and I believe strongly in this hour God is saying it to you who's listening to this episode he's saying be courageous and do not be afraid know that my spirit is in you and right now very soon i will show you the great work that i said that you will do on the earth and like the bible said the whole creation is waiting anticipation for the true sons and daughters of god to be revealed and you have to remind yourself that you are a son of god you are a daughter of god and god is going to use you to usher into usher in the second coming of jesus christ the return of the lord isn't that awesome i hope that you were greatly inspired encouraged by this episode if you like this episode please go ahead and remain tuned in um to this podcast for future episodes and if you would love to hear more encouragement and faith teachings as this one you are recommended and you are greatly invited really honestly I i just want you to be able to receive more of this by following me on instagram at it's underscore underscore jlp thank you so much for tuning in and as always stay blessed take care